This is Glistening Particles, and I'm Jane, your host. I like to hear inspiring stories from people that I barely know and share them with you, and that's what we do here. I never know how it's going to go. I never know what they're going to say, but it's always a good story. Welcome to this episode of Glistening Particles, where I'll be speaking with Stephen Scoggins, who was a guest earlier in episode 21 of the show. Stephen, known as the Seed Planter, has some new things to talk about around his Transformation U live program he'll be doing at the end of April. There was something kind of extra special about this episode. Listen up. And here's Stephen. Hi, Stephen. Welcome to the show. Hey, what's going on? How are you doing? I am great. Um, just to give the audience a little bit of uh, background here, I'm for the first time ever in an official recording studio. So thank you for having me here. <laughs> oh, my pleasure. Are you enjoying yourself? I'm um, stunned. I'm starstruck and stunned. All those things at the same time. So, awesome. Yeah. So the team's treating you awesome because they're fantastic. Uh, they are. And everyone's so nice. Oh, yeah. And your place is just like... It, it like I just got here maybe what a half an hour ago yeah. that, and I'm still like trying to come down from how excited I am just to be <laughs> on the premises of this place with all the stuff you have guys you guys have going on oh yeah we're I mean we're we're heavily focused on live change it takes a great team to make that happen and so we're spending a lot of time just trying to get ready for our, our first live event so. so so tell us about let's start with that because it is so yeah, exciting sure. so let's get that that one out there so what is that about tell us about that well the easiest thing to do is describe transformation so trash from mm-hmm. tra- true transformation that actually lasts mm-hmm. Is, is a process. Right. Um, a lot of us like to click the button on the on the snooze button and, and not get started. Uh, the other of us want it to happen quicker rather than later. So we have that, uh, what do you call it? I get it get it now kind of right. thing. Right, instant gratification. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. And a true transformation actually ta- is a process. Mm-hmm. So what I've done is we've taken the last two decades of my life, mm-hmm. um, brought in uh, a team of psychologists. Uh, it's a small team. I got a couple of psychologists. Uh, they're actually helping us out during the, during the process, facilitators, mm-hmm. as well as just experience. Mm-hmm. Um, ironically, they were joking around me the other day and said, I thought you had, didn't have a, any kind of formal tra- training in this stuff. I'm like, this is all life, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we took that. So we took the last two decades right. and then we took the last two years of the best content uh, that I've had a chance to share with the mm-hmm. public. Um, everything from your roadmap, kind of mm-hmm. what story you're living, uh, all the way to having a six step process that's very personalized by the time you're done. So we cover uh, emotional emergence. We cover blueprinting. We cover uh, mindset influences, mm-hmm. mentorship, uh, financial, uh, all eight pillars of life that mm-hmm. we, that we focus on, you know, financial, intellectual, spiritual, emotional, relational, and the list goes on. This is the only time I think in history that a seminar has been put together. And if you want to call it a seminar, it's more of a rock concert slash <laughs> seminar slash exciting kind of deal. The first time we've ever taken it all and put it all together in one piece. We've traveled all over the place, mm-hmm. sharing little bits and pieces of it. Right. Uh, this is the first time that uh, someone's got me pinned down for three st- for three straight days <laughs> of nothing but intense training, uh, learning learning the insides of you, mm-hmm. and then maximizing your strengths. Mm-hmm. And we'll actually uncover the blind spots that you have, and then figure out the best way for you to attack your blind right. spots. 
Because a lot of people will attack their blind spots, but they try to do it how John Doe does it or Jane Doe. Right. And, and the reality is you can't do it that way. It has to be personal. Yeah. So how many people are you having at this event? Well, we're going to cap it off um, at about 120. Okay. Uh, the venue only, uh, we chose a venue for its intimate size. Right. One of the things that we wanted to make sure that we did was to be highly relational. Uh, I want people to have access to me. Mm-hmm. I want them to have access to my amazing team. Because a lot of people will come to me not realizing that I have a team of people that are incredible um, yeah. that I've been spending a lot of time with that um, personally coach, personally mentor them as well. Right. And, you know, it, it, it just helps us maximize the greatest impact. Um, we're calling it Transform You. which like really, it. Which really uh, is Transform Me. Um, so they'll spend the first uh, three to three to four hours in the in the day mm-hmm. in a inspirational seminar is the best way to kind of explain it. Uh, and then they'll have some breakout stuff where they'll actually uh, come in as a group mm-hmm. and they get and it's, it's free for all for an hour. You ask as many questions as you want, mm-hmm. uh, as often as you want with myself and the team. Uh, on top of that, so we teach you how to apply immediately what you learned in the morning. So you learn it right. and you immediately apply it. That so, makes a huge difference. Oh, yeah. like, I think when we talked last time, if mm-hmm. anyone wants to check out that first episode, which was phenomenal. Oh, thank you. So we're not doing the, the whole backstory of how you got here. But one of the things you said in there was how you'd go to uh, like a seminar like mm-hmm. that or a retreat. And then you'd walk out and you'd be like, yeah, yeah, this is yeah. awesome. And you'd walk out and you're like well, what do I do now? Oh, that's right. Right? So this is awesome that you're actually giving people the actions. In fact, we were talking about that <laughs> in the hallway. Yeah. Um, and if you don't mind me, I'll just dive right oh, into the Oh, you can story. do it. Yeah, I'm, I'm all yours for a couple is, hours oh, here, so we're is, good. You're going to love this. This is going to be a chance <laughs> to take what you've been, what you're going to be talking about and apply it and to me, transform me in a day. That's right. <laughs> well, I went to, and to, to piggyback on what you right. just said too, you know, I'm, I'm anal retentive about making sure someone actually gets life change. So they're, when they get there, they actually get their own personal playbook. It's 200 pages of the best content we have, oh, wow. um, full of notes and all kinds mm-hmm. of stuff that they get to take, as well as some other fun surprises we have mm-hmm. planned each and every day to make sure that they get the most. Well, and just I, I think part of it, too, is validating it with other mm-hmm. people. You know, there's something about, oh, now I discovered this is my thing yeah. I need to work on. But then is it only me? Am I the only person in the world that has this kind of strange thing mm-hmm. or this whatever? And I love the idea that you can go, oh. There's another person three rows over that's talking about the same thing. Mm-hmm. That's awesome that you can feel like you've got a connection with someone. Absolutely. That's, what, that's one of the reasons why we were so uh, retentive about getting a mobile app. Mm-hmm. Um, our mobile app is a lot like Instagram among some other things. Obviously, mm-hmm. it has the agenda and all that kind of stuff in it. But it has a relational tool so mm-hmm. we can help them build bridges. Because you're going to find that most people develop some of their best accountability partners actually at Transform You. Right. So wait, you have a mobile app? Oh, yeah. Is that just for the Transform just You for the Just for oh, the Transform well. You app. Darn it, because I can't make it to that, and I would love that. <laughs> <laughs> you can totally, you can totally sneak in. All you gotta do is go to the website and download okay. it. It's on iTunes and Google. So okay, I'll check that out. I put something out on Facebook this morning. It was it was laid on my heart that, and and this kind of kind of comes from some people I met today at the gym early when I was there mm-hmm. is the ability to learn. Mm-hmm. Those that are not seeking learning will always be stuck. Right. By right. definition, they're always going to be doing the same thing they did the day before and the day before that right. and the day before that. The only way to truly get transformation is to seek it and go after it like your life depended on it. I think we're all created to a certain extent to find out who we are. Mm-hmm. I think the searching is what creates the hunger. And if the hunger is not present, then you're not really maximizing your full potential. Right. However, if you take the step and actually become hungry for it, you can not only maximize your potential, but you can actually leave a lasting imprint here on the world long after you're gone. Mm-hmm. You know, my goal is hopefully with the journey principles here, and then you know, we're surrounded by signs and lights right, and all kinds right. of stuff, um, is to make sure that this place is here long after I'm gone. Yeah. That uh, Josh and Nikki and Brian and AB and, and Valerie in there and everybody else that will be part of the team by then 
um, can can seek to affect people on a global scale mm-hmm. year after year after year. So when my, my kids are now in their teenage years are mm-hmm. young adults, they won't have to go search. They won't have to spend all this time uh, stuck in their room wondering, you know, who I, who am I? Mm-hmm. Why am I here? You know, though I've already had a proven roadmap, all they got to do is get involved. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's not very hard. You pick up, you, you log, you log in, you get a workbook, playbook and, and you make it happen. Oh, so. That's wonderful though. And that's exactly what I think we're all meant to do in our mm-hmm. own way. You know, I like the way you phrased it too. It's about who am I? Cause I think yep. a lot of us get this idea that we have to figure out our purpose, mm-hmm. but that that's not really what we're looking for yeah. because once we are who we are, mm-hmm. our purpose just sort of like shows oh, up. Yeah. So when I, when I started making change, it was like, it took me a long time to even get the motivate. I mean, I was always motivated, but mm-hmm. kind of spinning like in the hamster wheel, doing the same oh, yeah. thing day after day. But I always had that feeling in my gut, like there was something more I was supposed to be doing, but I couldn't quite figure out what it was. So I'd start doing something that seemed exciting. Mm-hmm. And then I would I would burn that out. Like yep. I'm like, oh, I want to learn how to cook Italian food like super authentically. <laughs> so I studied and I watched shows and I cooked and, and then that, I was over it. And then I wanted to learn how to do like um, animation, like mm-hmm. so I like got really you know creative and came up with this idea of how to change our school system and did an animation thing that I was I was going to change the world with that. And then once I did it, I was over it. <laughs> and I thought, you know, what's wrong with me? I don't have this like purpose that's mm-hmm. that's coming up for me. But I realized all of those things were so I could start to recognize the feeling in my gut. That's right. When my soul was telling me a, telling me something. Yeah. So then when the real stuff came along. I knew to listen. Yeah. I've got a friend of mine that, that says that uh, your gut is actually your second brain. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's your instinctual nature that, that tells you it's time to shift or time to change. Mm-hmm. Most of us ignore it because we get so comfortable in the life that we have, not realizing we're giving up the life that we want. Exactly. And because of that, I feel that a lot of people get stuck in the hamster wheel, as you, as you mentioned. Mm-hmm. When I first cast the vision uh, for Transform You, for example, with the team, mm-hmm. um, you know, I knew I really was going to be a, a big vision. You know, a lot of the team hasn't, um, as much as they believe in JP and as much as long as they've been here, has don't get to travel with me as much as Josh and Brian do, for example. A lot of times they're they're there everywhere I am. Mm-hmm. Um, Brian may be capturing video footage so we can give out some free tidbits online or something like that. And and Josh just he just he just travels with me everywhere. He's mm-hmm. my he's my best friend, armor bearer, the whole deal. Um, great confidant. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, so we come back here and they so they get to see life change. They get to see these magical moments I have with these these folks that are around the country um, that have been desperately seeking for some kind of shift, some kind of breakthrough. So I was thinking about a friend of mine who completely hates his job, mm-hmm. right? He hates his job. He goes to it every day. He's like, I just have to do like seven more years and then I'll be good. <laughs> it sounds like a princess sentence. I know, but I'm like <laughs> seven years of hating something every day. Yeah. And But he's just not. He doesn't do change. It's just yeah. not his thing. So how do you break through to people like that to like get them to realize that one pivot, one like slight pivot? You, know? you have to you have to attach change to their greatest desire. And for those that haven't sought their greatest desire, mm-hmm. their greatest desire, they don't know what they're missing. Mm. Because they don't know what they're missing, they never take a step forward. You know, we have a tool called the Focus Tool. I don't know if I mentioned we talked about this last last time, I don't but think so. it covers three different areas of your life: mm-hmm. your personality. Um, okay. your, your personality strengths, traits, mm-hmm. well-beings. Um, it covers your value systems. There are seven major value systems, uh, and you're, you have a you have three high ones. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and so when someone speaks to your value system, you appreciate them. When someone mm-hmm. speaks against it, you resent them. Right. Uh, and then the final one is the attributes. Mm-hmm. Um, attributes is more along the lines of your internal working, okay. your internal self-esteem, your internal um, role awareness. You know, where do you feel like you fit in this world? Um, if you look at role awareness, it's kind of like a narrow corridor. Mm-hmm. You know, those that are very late, those that have great role awareness, their corridor is very narrow, very poignant. Mm-hmm. Those who are really searching for life and stuff like that, their role awareness is way wide. Right. You know, <clears throat> and we actually have this this focus tool that we have. We give it out for free online. I think uh, I'm going to do that. Yeah, I'll have to make <laughs> In fact, you should do that before you leave. I can tell you how to break it down. Okay. I um, Definitely. That's one of the things I do is I can use that one tool and I can show some of my blind spots in five minutes. Oh, I, we're definitely doing <laughs> yeah. that. Should we do it live? No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> It will take you a while. Plus, you need about okay. 20 minutes uh, of quiet time to really, to okay. really kind of digest right. we'll it. Definitely I'll tell you that the, uh, the, third, the third part of the questionnaire thing, uh, it's, it's an automated response. In fact, right. it actually gives you an 80-page report on you. Oh, nice. For those of you like your friend that sounds like he's very detail-oriented, um, very um, mm-hmm. resistant to conflict, very resistant to change. Yep, you figured that would him be out the, already. <laughs> that would be the, the information he needs. He would be someone that we consider very stable and complacent, mm-hmm. compliant, analytical mm-hmm. uh, by nature. Uh, by nature, they don't move very quickly. They're, everything's a process. Mm-hmm. So what you do is you try to shape the process to allow them to get to their goals and ambitions quicker. Mm. So we have a lots of th- we have lots of things we can talk about. <laughs> this is, I know I don't even know where to go. I have all these ideas. So that was a good one. That's that's a good first start for anyone that's in that same situation mm-hmm. where they don't know how to. They know that they like are really unhappy. It always starts with self awareness, right? So the focus to the focus tool mm-hmm. would be a great place. All right. So just waking up every day, think about some things you're grateful for. Even breathing, for mm-hmm. example, gives you at least gets you in a better state to ask right. a better question. You know, right. uh, training when it comes to people, I find that most people are just asking really, really, really bad questions. Mm-hmm. They love to affirm the negative right. and they love to discount the positive. Right. And for whatever reason, um, when the greatest shifts happen, when you reverse that. Huh. Okay. So right. a lot of times when I'm working with people, I, when I can expose their strengths very quickly, when I expose their strengths, they immediately want to go to their blind spots. Right. So <clears throat> when they go to the blind spots, they're stuck. Right. I teach them how to shift towards their strengths and then backfill the blind spots. You know, so your your friend, even with relational matters, the conflict plays such a role in his life mm-hmm. that it makes it very difficult to get close to anybody. Yes, exactly. Because, because he's waiting on something. He's waiting on the other shoe to drop. Um, right. if, if we had a chance to dug, uh, dig into him, I guarantee we'd find out some, there's been some things in his life right. um, that have developed uh, unspoken phobias, right. if you will. Like life changes that are yeah, really was, unexpected. Uh, exactly. That, like, you know makes a person wary of everything. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Most people are, they look, we're, we're an adult in appearance. We look in the mirror and then we're, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm in my forties now mm-hmm. and I won't know, be saying where I am. <laughs> Thanks for sharing that. <laughs> no problem. No problem. <laughs> you know, and most people, we, so we look in the mirror and we see an adult. The reality right. is, is most of us are the child from our latest trauma. Oh, that's tough. Yeah. So if, um, yeah. if someone, uh, went through a divorce, mm-hmm. right, that's a, that's a pretty hefty one. I've been through that myself. Very mm-hmm. difficult time period. Right. Um, I wore scars for that for a little while. Right. Um, but earlier than that, a lot of the behaviors that happened within that relationship actually stem from my eight year old self, mm-hmm. nine year old self, 10 year old self, you know, some of the more toxic times in my life. And when you're able mm-hmm. to go back and see that wounded child, mm-hmm. you're able to brush off the knees and look the child in the eye and say, it's going to be okay. How do you do that? I mean, that's that sounds like the simple, like a pretty mm-hmm. simple thing. Is it that simple? I mean, I'm, I'm really curious because I think this could help a lot of people. If you're authentic and sincere, it's a simple process. Okay. Um, if you're trying to coach or work with somebody, the right. greatest thing you can possibly do is actually look yourself in the mirror every day mm-hmm. and say, I forgive you. 
-hmm. and I'm excited for you. Uh, yeah. Honestly, if you can do that every single right. day for 40 days straight, right. your entire countenance changes. Everything changes. Oh, yeah. Like even the I am statements. Mm -hmm. So driving over here and I just heard this, like I love how. Affirmations are powerful. I know. I love how like <laughs> things come into my like uh, line of sight mm -hmm. right when I need them. It seems that way at least. Yeah. I feel pretty lucky for that. Um, but I was seeing something about I am statements yesterday. And so driving here. Right. So I'm in a studio. I'm in this is my this is my first time in a studio. It's my first time face to face doing a podcast recording. But I, it's I, well, fun. I know it's totally <laughs> fun. But I was nervous. Yeah. And so I was doing all these I am statements on yeah. the way over here to like like pull in the whole of me yeah. for this moment. You That's know right. what I mean? Because I think if I would have stuck in the, oh no, what if, or this, what if, I, I would have been, That's right. I would have been scattered. That's you right. Know? It's important to remember that um, you're the only person that will touch some people that I'll never touch. You'll never touch. Mm -hmm. Your listeners will touch people we'll never see or talk to. I know. Isn't that and amazing? if we can feed them well, because right. um, I feed every day. I mean, I, I've got mentors and things of that nature that I that I gravitate towards. Right. And every time I get to a different level, I may sometimes I've surpassed my mentors and kept moving. Mm -hmm. Other times my mentors are because they're so hungry for it, too. They keep moving up. Mm -hmm. If we continue learning, if we continue developing, if we continue affirming ourselves, loving ourselves, being authentic with ourselves, we find a deeper level of significance. Uh, we're able mm -hmm. to attach deeper levels of meaning and more positive life change all because we chose to do it. Mm -hmm. So the people that you come in contact with, I may never meet. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. But if we're able to share great content, that's going to somehow build relationships. That person now gets fed and that person will meet per someone you never meet. I call it God's version of Facebook. Right. Likes right. and shares and comments. Just share all over right. the place. Right. That's a good way of looking at it. All right. So kind of on that note, I was thinking about, so I, I like to be really inclusive. Let me sure. start there. I like to be inclusive. I sure. like to include everybody. I want everybody yeah, to be absolutely. happy. I want everyone to well, everybody's have their worth life. It. Right. Everybody's, everybody's equal yeah. and valued and purpose has a purpose or, you know, I want them to be happy. So sometimes, but then sometimes like as I bring people into, you know, the fold of my life, either they stay at some level and mm -hmm. I'm growing or there just seems to be conflict that arises mm -hmm. that, and I'm, I know, I know from my, from my learnings that that's happening for me to learn from it, mm -hmm. but I don't know what to do about it. So what do you do when like someone, you know, you bring them into your circle and then it just seems like it's draining you. What do you do in that? Well, there's a couple different things. Um, first you have to identify the tox. Is it toxicity? Is it someone who's toxic or who's stuck? Mm -hmm. uh, I don't deem a, when I, when I use the word toxic, I don't mean somebody who's inherently evil. Right. I right. mean, someone who's so used to darkness that they don't know what right. to do with light. Right, exactly. And then you got others that are that are incredibly tired of the darkness that go towards light, yeah, kind of situation. So a toxic person, um, and many times is a negative nanny. Mm -hmm. uh, they 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 bring you down more than lift you up. Mm -hmm. uh, every day's bad. Every day's right. not great. Right. Uh, they're great with gossip. They're great with self sabotage. Mm -hmm. And what I found with someone who's toxic is a lot of times the reason they try to uh, bring others down is because they're stuck themselves while others are raising. Right. Uh, therefore, they try to, it's a way of trying to get them, um, trying to explain this correctly. It's a way of bringing someone down to make yourself feel better. Right. It's I like a desperate, and it's a desperate feeling, exactly. actually. So I sense that. Sure. And then I feel really uncomfortable about well, it. Well, anyone who's growing needs to always be asking themselves uh, about the relationships they have mm -hmm. surrounding them. You know, I think we said before, you know, you're, show me your five friends, I'll show you your future. I mean, right. it's been, that's been said 10 different ways by 50 different people, Right. you know, but it's true. It your is. influences Absolutely. control your rate of growth, period. So it's important to realize that we have to be in a constant state of assessing our influences. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we, we have something called five to thrive here. 
Okay. It's something that I teach the team. Uh, five to thrive simply means you need three mentors. Mm -hmm. Now I've got a great friend of mine, Doug Stewart, who does a phenomenal teaching on types of mentors. He was on mentors. the show. He was. He, oh, he's, he's so how awesome. We got to, he's how we got to meet. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's yeah. phenomenal. Um, and, but he talks about the, you know, the different types of mentors. Mm -hmm. Uh, we call those mentors directors. Mm -hmm. uh, reason being is because we use a lot of movie theology to help people understand their life. Okay. So we'll say, well, these are the directors of your life. Mm -hmm. You're, you have the starring role. You're the hero in the story. Mm -hmm. So, but you need someone who helps you see things from a different angle you right. can't see. Right. So we say no less than three of those. And then you have co-stars. Mm -hmm. And we say no less than two of those. So there are your five. Your co-stars are people who are on, on equal ground mm -hmm. or, or up and comers. Okay. You know, so you might have a picture in your mind, Matt, Matt, Matthew McConaughey all of a sudden. And then all of a sudden you have this new, uh, look, I love Wolverine because I'm a Wolverine uh -huh. fanatic. So <laughs> let, there's a brand new little girl that's in the Logan movie, for okay. example, right? All right. Well, she's a co-star. She's okay. technically on equal ground with Wolverine in the movie. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but she's still trying to find her way. So they learn from one another. The entire movie, you just, you see this learning. Mm -hmm. He's, he's learning how to kind of, he's kind of begins to teach her, uh, relate to her as a daughter. Mm -hmm. She kind of relates to him as a father mentor kind of scenario throughout mm -hmm. the course of the movie. And you have that in life. Mm -hmm. You know, we all have that. So I say, do your best to have three mentors at all times. Um, do your best to have two co-stars at all times. Don't seek to pour out to other people until you had 90 days to really feed and get your sure footing under your under mm -hmm. yourself and then pick one. Mm -hmm. A lot of those that uh, are really crazy about growth and really crazy about and really hungry for life change. And the first thing they want to do is they want to go and share it with the world because they're like, right. oh, my gosh, my life is so different. <laughs> right. I wake up with a smile every day. Uh -huh. And meanwhile, the person sitting across from me, the frown going, no way, <laughs> you know, kind of thing. And what I've learned is we have to pick the one that's hungry. Mm hmm. You know, so for all, for every five, you get to pick one mm -hmm. until you've been living in that for such a time as, it, as it's become part of your DNA. You know, you, you, they, they say new levels, new devils. And in essence, what that means is each time you increase in level, you're going to be given a new challenge. Take the first step. I'll give you the second one. That's the approach right. we use here. Mm -hmm. You know, that's one of the reasons when we did transform you and we did the process, I said, look, guys, I can't teach this any less than three days. Mm -hmm. And they were just like, yeah. And then so funny is I was showing the teaching the content to the team, mm -hmm. I had to take content out. Oh my god. Because there was so much in there. That's incredible. And when you look at it, people forget to take the first step mm -hmm. because they want to know where every step ends. You know, as a person of faith, I spent a lot of time walking through each step. Mm -hmm. I've learned to be okay with the next step. Mm -hmm. I've learned to not I don't need to know that I'm going to be in five years be speaking in front of a million people. I don't need to know that. And I don't even know yeah. what that is. Do you exactly. like, like, uh, that's like my girlfriend and I, when we go on road trips, I just use GPS and I mm -hmm. wait till it tells me where to turn yeah. next and it drives her crazy. <laughs> She's like, I have to see the map. She's another detailed person, going. by the way. She's an <laughs> IT person too. Oh yeah. She's but, like your other friend. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it, if you think about life change and transformation, it's easier to look at your life step by step than mm -hmm. it is to worry about all 50 steps. Mm -hmm. Um, it'd be nice. You know, I find that some people would be so successful that they're actually scared of it, which is why they don't need to know all the steps. Mm -hmm. They just need to experience it. I wanted to hear more. We talked last time on the last episode, if sure. people want to, again, go back and hear the details about the six lakhs. And that's kind of grown into something different now. It right? has. Yeah. In fact, we start off with the six lakhs and then we ended up with the seven enemies of identity. Okay. I'll tell you why. Um, each one of those lakhs relate to your personal identity, relate to how you see yourself okay. and how you see other people. And when I would travel around, we we found that uh, relating it to... Um, as lax, kind of made people kind of made people had their head scratched mm -hmm. like this. The moment we said personal identity, like, 
Oh, I totally see it. Uh huh. Yes, I I struggle with that and that and that. Oh my gosh, what does that mean? That means you just that just means you got to work some. That's mm-hmm. all. Right. Doesn't mean you're bad or good or indifferent. We a lot of our team have been have went back and taken the focus tool over the weekend just for fun. Mm-hmm. Oh. And some of them shifted. So like some of the some of the de- some of their information mm-hmm. changed. And I was sitting down with one of them today, and they were like, "Yeah, I just want to get this number up." I'm like, "Why are you looking at it like that?" I said, "It's designed to not. It's designed to not um, be a competition. Mm-hmm. It's not positive or negative. It's just data, mm-hmm. right? It's, it's a, it brings awareness." That statement, I heard that statement a few years ago. It's just data. Like people mm-hmm. look at information as scary. They they judge oh, it, yeah. right? But everything that we know is data. It That's gives right. us more insight and ability to make decisions. That's right. Yeah. So, what are the seven? What are they again? They ident- the seven seven enemies of identity. Enemies of identity. I noticed there was enemies. there was six, and now there's okay. seven. Right. There's so bonus. something came. Bonus so what one. are they? Tell me what they are. <laughs> the first one is purpose. Okay. It's not having purpose or having purpose or variance in between. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are all seeking to make an impact. We're all seeking to make a purpose or have a purpose. Um, like you mentioned earlier in the show, mm-hmm. uh, when we are self-aware, the purpose becomes clear. Mm-hmm. You know, this whole journey principles thing, um, when I was struggling with homelessness and long before I built businesses, when I was going through mm-hmm. that whole phase in life, I struggled most with purpose identity, and identity issues, mm-hmm. significance, meaning things of that nature. Uh, and what I learned was, is when I was able to get clear on just finding out who I was mm-hmm. and really find what are my strengths, what are my gifts, mm-hmm. you know, what are my blind spots, what are those things? Right. When I was able to identify them, and then look at them and spend time in them, I found that my purpose became clear. Meaning I learned so I could teach. So my purpose is a layer is a, is a level of teaching. Now I teach with a different different set of tools. Mm-hmm. Uh, most people, I, I was joking around earlier, you know, most people don't know that I have a GED. I never went to college, dropped out of high school, but uh, I've managed to build successful businesses mm-hmm. uh, and also become a master life strategist in a grand scheme of things. Now I didn't do that because I went into school and got a PhD in school. I went, into, I went to life and got a PhD in life. Mm-hmm. And what I find is, is a lot of our struggles are all very similar. It's what we do with that struggle that kind of determines the difference. Mm-hmm. So purpose is a result of actually looking at yourself and wanting to get to know yourself. Most of us are so gifted at knowing everybody else and spending, yeah. and like, well, you know, I can, I can tell you from, I can tell you from afar, if you just connect this to that and that to this, and you just change mm-hmm. this and you shift that, the ones that are most gifted at doing that typically are the least able to actually do a personal level of self-assessment. The purpose that, that surfaces when you get mm-hmm. to know yourself can actually shift. Like there's this weird belief that it has to be the same thing for the rest of your no, life. It's, no, it's called growth. Right. How you do it and yeah. what you do can change and shift and, you know, take even Absolutely. like made, like I was in IT and now I'm doing podcasting. Like who would have seen that coming, right? Yeah, exactly. So think about this. So each purpose, mm-hmm. each purpose creates the next purpose. Right, exactly. So when I was building CHE, my first flagship business, uh, I was learning to be an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. I was learning to get my identity fed through not the the affirmation or the appraisal of people, but latter the effort that I put into something, mm-hmm. okay? Um, I learned how to manage money mm-hmm. at a, at a, at a, dec- at a uh, quality <laughs> level. Um, I learned how to be better with team members. Mm-hmm. I learned how to train myself so well that when I saw uh, team members struggling, I was able to work with them on their personal issues. All of that was a training ground. So what, two years ago, Mm -hmm. uh, actually two years ago, a week ago, the journey Mm -hmm. principles came out and was created and journey principles all about helping someone identify who they are, what they're here Mm -hmm. for and how to get it. It's so simple. It seems so simple when you put it that way. Why aren't we all doing it? Because it seems that we feel like almost internally that if it's not complex, it doesn't work. <laughs> That's true. That's true. It's and the, the way we've is, been yeah. trained, I think. 
Yeah. Uh, and honestly, well, if you think about it, just the media sources alone, mm-hmm. right? There's crazy division in the world and the media is behind most of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't walk around here seeing people hate each other, nothing like that. Right. But yet they incite that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And we run into situations where it's easy for someone to market to us if they can make us feel deficient. I know. It drives me crazy. Yeah. So if yeah. I can make you feel anxiety, mm-hmm. if I can make you feel depressed by reminding you of all your hurts and all your woes exactly. and all the stuff that you've done wrong, then I can ins- insinuate you to buy my products. That promises to, to take that pain away in a moment's interest. The United States is the most heavily medicated country in the world. Mm-hmm. We're the only ones that have medication commercials about every 10 minutes. So hold up your thumb. There it is. All like right. The one with the scar? Or the- uh, whichever one you want. <laughs> uh, turn, your, oh. turn your thumb to you. Okay. All right. Where you can actually see your thumb. Okay. Like this. Got it. What do you see there? My thumb. Okay. What do you see? What, what is part of your thumb? Uh, my skin. How about your fingerprint? Oh, my fingerprint. Yeah, you have to really walk me through this. <laughs> <laughs> there is not another single person on the planet that has your unique Sorry. fingerprint. You should give me a heads up to the <laughs> next time. <laughs> it's all right. We're having, we're having a good time. I know. There's yeah, not a single person on the planet that has yeah. your fingerprint. There's not right. a single person that possesses the unique um, structure of your gifts and your mm-hmm. attributes that you do. Right. You bring to the table something unique. And going back, you mentioned earlier, how, how can you have a hard time with inclusivity with a mm-hmm. lot of folks? It's because that people as a whole are so searching for affirmation, which mm-hmm. is the, one of the other lacks mm-hmm. in the enemies, uh, that they will push others away. Mm-hmm. So if someone gets ahead, I resent mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. If someone, um, because I should be there first, they get stuck in the they get stuck in their in their um, I call it their junk, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And because they get stuck there, they never really can take another step. You know, you don't want to be. You don't be so focused on what you don't have that you forget to evaluate what you do have mm-hmm. and what you really could bring to the table. Givers by nature, like I'm a giver by nature. You're mm-hmm. a giver by nature, right. Josh. Everybody here is a giver by nature. Mm-hmm. Like if you looked at our values um, in the focus tool, you'd find mm-hmm. out we're a high, all high altruist. Mm-hmm. Like we love to give to people. We love to help yeah. people. Um, unfortunately, like most givers, we're, we're prone to getting taken advantage of mm-hmm. as a whole. The interesting thing about that is we're so giving that we're like, look, it'll just be better next time. Right. Like, you know what? Let you, you got the money, you got the thing, you got, you got the teaching for free or whatever the case mm-hmm. may be. Just go about your business and life's, life's grand. Boundaries are, boundaries are, are where it's at. Mm-hmm. You know, what feeds you mm-hmm. should not directly take away from you. You can never change somebody's internal perspective of you directly. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, you can try really hard. I mean, you know, a lot of athletes try to please their parents and, mm-hmm. and they do foolish stuff. I've, there's plenty of people out there that are lawyers that should be mm-hmm. painting. And there are plenty of painters out there that should be lawyers. Right. 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 It's incredibly important that you do a personal self-assessment, that mm-hmm. you really get to know who you are yourself and not be fearful of it because mm-hmm. you're going to find really cool stuff. Yeah, sure. You're gonna, you might find a couple of things that maybe you want to uh, work on mm-hmm. or work oh, with somebody sure. on. But yeah. At least you're taking a step forward. You know, mm-hmm. I, I say it this way. There are 365 days in a year. Mm-hmm. Or at least that's what we're, we've been that's taught to believe. We've been doing it. Right. <laughs> All right? <laughs> if, you, if you use that theology, then by nature, if you take one step on yourself every single day, mm-hmm. not step on yourself, but one step with yourself. Right. Forward. Yeah. Every day forward. Then by nature, you'll be 365 steps greater than mm-hmm. you were last year. Mm-hmm. All it's it takes true. is one step at a time. And we get so wrapped up in trying to get the the quickest fix or try to mm-hmm. do quantum leaps. And, you know, building the journey principles has been one of those things where I'm like, we should already be there by now. Right. You know, we have the content. We have everything, <laughs> you know, and people are like, they just don't know you that well yet. Give it time, right. you know. Right. And 
but at the same time, your heart's to serve and you're, and you're digging deep and you're, and you're, we're in, you're, we're in here working 16 hours a day, seven days mm-hmm. a week. And, and we're trying to figure out the best way to serve people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's, it's difficult for us to watch people, um, who attract live, large, really, really large audiences that those people don't even have the best interest in for them at heart. Mm-hmm. It's all about what they can sell them, right. you know, rather than the actual impact. You have to practice listening in order to hear. Mm. You really do. Um, when I first started uh, prayer and meditation, things of that nature, myself, uh, getting closer to the divine, um, I spent a lot of time, really, when I first got started, it was like overwhelming thoughts. It was mm-hmm. like, I got to go do this. What about this? I think I just heard the mailman, um, <laughs> you know, kind of thing. And pretty soon you're like, you know, if I can just get, if I can get 60 seconds in, let me mm-hmm. get 60 seconds of just trying to listen, mm-hmm. you know, just trying to get, just trying to be at peace. You know, even before we started the podcast, I had to take a couple of deep breaths just because mm-hmm. I was trying to get the uh, technology was for whatever reason <laughs> on the fritz just before you got here this morning. You know, and I find that if you're willing to listen, mm-hmm. you'll begin to hear the things you need to hear, um, which allow you to be focused on the things you need to be focused on and taking action on the things you need to take action on, mm-hmm. which gives you the other, the outcome and the and the fulfillment and the joy you're really seeking and really trying to get. You know, right. and not not taking a few moments to listen, not taking a few moments to set aside some valuable time for yourself, not taking a look at yourself, not understanding your tendencies, mm-hmm. both good, bad, the ugly, all that kind of stuff. If you don't take that time for yourself, you're you're never going to move. Mm-hmm. You're going to be in the same job that you, maybe you, you hate, you know, like right. your friend that said he has a, a seven year prison sentence. It sounds like seven I, more years. and I'm out of here. Know. I can't even imagine you know? that. It's, but I think what it is is people. It's hard to have that to have that quiet because yeah. sometimes we hear things we don't want to hear. Mm-hmm. You know, like I don't, even on the dri- driving um, around the area here. I was on six hours in the car mm-hmm. driving, and I actually spent most of it without anything on any yeah. um, radio or not. Well, I don't listen to radio, but any podcast yeah. or, or music or anything because I was sort of making myself listen and process mm-hmm. and. When you're driving down the road, you only have those options, right, of listening sure. to something or yourself. Whereas sometimes I can fill up that part of where I don't want when I don't want to hear and I don't want to go mm-hmm. there and listen to everything. I can go, oh, I'll Netflix binge for a while, or oh, I'll, <laughs> I'll go clean something or whatever. But it's so important to have that time. So we talked about this last time about feeding the light. Like I was mm-hmm. watching a show that I wouldn't call it dark. And I won't say the show because I don't. I don't want to like. <laughs> if we don't want to influence them, in case and it's, it's actually, I really like the show. Actually, yeah. I'm enjoying it more from a um, understanding humans, yeah. and humanity. But I notice that I'm more agitated mm-hmm. when I watch it. Of course, it's not like it's bad, like it's dark, evil, death, killing. Yeah, yeah. It's just the. It's very. It's a drama. There's, there's still something very powerful about your your eye and your ear gate. Whatever goes right. inside of you is going to come out of you. Right. Uh, what you let inside of you really determines what your life's going to be like. I've, there's a lot of yeah. people that are lost in darkness, right. um, but it's because they feed on the wrong things. Right. You know, that makes sense now because this particular show is really all the characters are, they're frustrated. Mm-hmm. And that's how I felt since I started watching. So yeah. no more binge watching that That's show. right. Again, <laughs> if I can if I can create frustration in you, I can sell you something. Right, right. <laughs> so continue on with the, um, the seven enemies of identity. Yeah, sure. So we knocked out purpose. Okay. We talked about meaning. So got mean, one. Yes. Is that two? Or yeah, we, we talked about meaning. We kind of, we, okay. we, 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 you and I went tangent. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so lack of meaning. So not, not being able to find proper meaning in mm. your work, right. uh, your hobbies, your relationship. Um how you, what you mean to yourself, which is more of a significance. Mm-hmm. Uh, those types of things are really important. Um, if you're lacking meaning, a lot mm-hmm. of people that I've worked with that have almost taken their life were simply lacking meaning. Mm-hmm. 
that had gifts and strengths and wonders, wonderful things inside of them, mm-hmm. but they were choosing not to look at them. Do you find people attach their meaning though to somebody else? Almost always. Right. So like, you know, a parent might say, uh, my kids are my whole life when, mm-hmm. you know, that's all that that's, that's my meaning. Yeah. And then when they grow up and move out of the house, all of a right. sudden they feel like they've lost their identity. So what do yeah. you, what do you do with that then? What is it that you, um, what, give an example of how you find that meaning. Well, we spend a lot of time normally just trying to help somebody understand their strengths and their gifts. Okay. Because really what they mean to the world is hidden in their strengths and their gifts. Okay. Okay. So by able helping them identify that, we can help them see the best way for them to take action on their mm-hmm. strengths and gifts. Okay. Um, that's really kind of the, the best way to really kind of maneuver from that. Uh, because your meaning should not be tied into your marriage. It mm-hmm. should not be tied into your kids. It should not be tied right. into your job. Um, and it really should be tired, uh, tied to directly how you feel like you look at yourself in the mirror in the morning. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really more about, am I adding value to the world today? Mm-hmm. Um, and if not, what's stopping me? Mm-hmm. You know, if you, if you can answer that question, it's a healthy question mm-hmm. and you can take action. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's what I feel like. This is my meaning, this mm-hmm. having these conversations. Hopefully they make a difference. Oh, I'm sure. Um, yeah. We get letters all the time from people that, uh, you know, went in the podcasting world, the radio world as right. a whole, we have right. no idea who's listening directly. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we can watch downloads and all this kind of stuff and, and kind of look at numbers like that. But, mm-hmm. you know, the, I was talking to the team one time we had, we were having, you know, a few thousand downloads and the, and they were like, well, we're having a few thousand dollars. Yeah. So guys, let me, let me, let's, let's remind ourselves of something. Those thousand downloads are people. Right. They're hungry for something. They're searching for something. They right. need something. It's our job to give them something. It's mm-hmm. our job to give them free content they're not going to get anywhere else. Mm-hmm. It's our job to give them a little piece of our light to them because mm-hmm. you have no idea how dark their world might be until you get a letter in the mail mm-hmm. that tells you exactly what the show did oh, for them. Oh, that's so wonderful. So don't be surprised if you get start getting letters. Maybe. We'll see. So oh, yeah. so what's the third thing then? The third thing is going to be significance. We kind of okay. glanced over in life with that. Okay. It's it's how you feel about yourself. Mm-hmm. What What role do you feel like you play? Okay. You know, am I a good dad? Am I a good mom? Am I a good boyfriend, husband, father, mm-hmm. uh, mother, daughter? Where do I get my significance mm-hmm. from? Um, I have found that people that tie their significance to outside things typically are the most unhappy people. Mm-hmm. Um, I happen to tie my significance uh, to the person that I worship every day. Mm-hmm. And um, I found a lot of healing there. I found a lot of joy there. My, mm-hmm. There's a smile in my spirit day after day. Right. Um, and I find that, that that radiates out of me. Yeah, for those of you who can't see him, it's absolutely true. It's like <laughs> well, thank it's you. just like you're bright. It's so feels so good being here and enjoying this. With well, thank you, in you so much. Yeah, definitely. yeah. I find that 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 light's easier to reflect mm-hmm. when I'm listening and I'm communicating. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I tie my significance to anything that I can find in the world, anything that you can buy on TV, mm-hmm. anything that any relationship that I've ever had, then I find myself empty. Mm-hmm. Because each of those things tells me that tells me I can be more and have more and do more, but they never fulfill it. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, I go spend time in my, my greatest bird closet and and get stuff going. And the next thing you know, I get to walk out and I'm radiating, you know, and I get to reflect. Yeah. Um, I got a friend of mine named Hannibal. In fact, you should have him on your show. Okay. Uh, he's a master musician, inspiring, inspiring, inspiring man. Hannibal. Hannibal. Chris Hannibal. Okay. <laughs> Um, that name not, is- not, not Hannibal, the guy that eats stuff. No, no, not that guy. Um, but he has, he has this theology called shine. Don't reflect. Okay. And his mother uh, passed away at an early age. And mm-hmm. that was one of the things that she taught him was shine. Don't reflect. Don't wait to shine your light because it's there and try to reflect someone else's. Mm-hmm. The only light you should ever try to reflect is the light of the divine. 
mm-hmm. because it radiates through every, every single person. It's the energy source that drives healing. It's the energy source that drives love, joy. I'm talking about judgment. Mm-hmm. The guy that I follow mm-hmm. says, do not judge lest right. you be judged. Exactly. You know, and I have no reason to do that. In fact, my, my greatest heart is to try to help somebody just experience what I experience every day. And I don't, I'm not going to get in somebody's face if they don't, if they don't have, they don't share my view or share my mm-hmm. faith or something like that. It's my job to love them because if I love them well, then mm-hmm. they'll see them anyway. Right. Exactly. And I think the, the judgment is something that we're trained early on. I think that's what we're mm-hmm. fed on TV and, and through a lot it's of different everywhere. channels. It, well, in school even. I mean, you actually. think about it. All right. So this, I'm not going to, I'm definitely not going to talk about politics for sure. Cause I'm not no, touching we're not, on the 10th we're of not Paul. Doing but I will right say now. this during the political season, mm-hmm. you saw the most divisive natures between people mm-hmm. on the planet male versus female uh race race mm-hmm. wars sexuality wars um mother versus husband or mm-hmm. wife versus husband mm-hmm. brother versus sister it was it wreaked havoc mm-hmm. the entire thing and you know ultimately everybody's like well this person can put the world back together and no 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 no. the only person who can build a relationship is you and i right it's we can we can, and exactly. exactly and if we focus on each other's faults all the time we're never going to see each other's gifts right you know, someone was saying that that was really hard to watch and mm-hmm. to feel. Actually, it's still, I finally turned it off. It's still. I mean, I don't. I don't even mean watch it like watching it on TV, but just watching people get hurt, the people mm-hmm. in my life, and the things that it stirred up, and the way that. I mean, I think it's really great to debate and mm-hmm. and own who you are. I yeah. think that's really important. But I still, in my belief system, everybody still has value, mm-hmm. and their choices are their choices. Absolutely. You know? So it was really hard to watch, but um, someone said. Well, this is the end. This is the end. Which I'm is like, just no, foolish. This is the beginning. Mm-hmm. We are all being Yeah, there's like, there's no such thing as the end because as long as you want something better, I haven't had a single president affect my life. Mm-hmm. I haven't had a single uh, movie star really affect my life. Mm-hmm. You know, the people that affected my life are good, good people. Mm-hmm. Steve Myrick taught me things that I never would know otherwise. Susan Batts mm-hmm. taught me off a bridge. Mm-hmm. My wife is a phenomenal encourager. This mm-hmm. team here gets behind me and 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 supports what we're doing on a regular mm-hmm. basis that's the warmth and the light you need to worry about right presidents are going to come and grow come and go mm-hmm. um, economies are going to come and go countries may even come and go mm-hmm. that should not really define who you are as a person well and this is where we can do our best mm-hmm. work as as uh, the carriers of light however right. we do such however we do that because the more we shine right now, That's we're right. counteracting all of that other debris. Yeah. I mean, to, to quote my buddy again, shine, don't reflect. Mm-hmm. Quit reflecting what the world's doing. Quit reflecting what the media's doing. Quit mm-hmm. reflecting all the negativity that's being thrown out there. Quit reflecting the hatred that's being out there. Quit mm-hmm. reflecting that stuff. Shine. shine. Just shine. Hey, that's the theme song of the show, by the way. Is it really? It's called Shine. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> it shine. is. It is. It's, uh, it's super awesome. Jeff Smith, uh, I, and I keep uh, We keep going on tangents because we, we love doing this. But uh, all right. So, so I'm going to go ahead next? and knock out these elements. So okay. security. Security. Okay. Right. So if, think about right. your identity. And when you don't feel secure in yourself right. Right. or when you don't feel secure in your safety, what does that do to you? Right. It makes me really uh, mm-hmm. scared, afraid, and not, not very... That, that was me. No, it's all good. <laughs> all right, we each had one. Yay. <laughs> um, so yeah, when you when you don't have that, it's hard to function. It's almost hard to like take a step. You get you get frozen. Sure. Right. And we talked about your friend earlier. Um, and personality styles. A lot of times, there 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 are two two people or two types of personality styles mm-hmm. that don't do well with change and conflict specifically. Mm-hmm. And the other two are really really not great with details and really good with change. Like you're That's talking me. about. <laughs> I didn't know where I was going. I just knew I was going. I was just going to land somewhere. You know. Um, those that really struggle in the more detail category and conflict area really struggle with their identity and security more than anything else. Mm-hmm. When they feel insecure 
or where they feel something is, is it's their safety's been jeopardized, mm-hmm. they all but shut down. Right. You know, so a lot of times that's why it's so important to really understand your personality styles and your value systems. Because if you can identify those with the people you're working with, mm-hmm. then what happens is you can go to their greatest fear and start working backwards. Mm-hmm. Even even the people you are in relationships with. Mm-hmm. I mean, to know those things, that's really important. Yeah, you're going to find that most people are actually married to or mm-hmm. in relationships with their opposite. Huh. That doesn't make it easy. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's not supposed to be. Relationships are, are, are you know, there, there's always this love and, and, and phase and all that mm-hmm. kind of woman fuzzies and all this kind of stuff, which is all well and good. But if you don't communicate, mm-hmm. then you never grow. Right. You know, relationships are by nature divine, devised to make you grow. Mm-hmm. That's where you're going to find most of your adversity. You're going to find your adversity in one of four areas, your financial life, your relational life, which is your, your, your relationships, mm-hmm. your spiritual life, mm-hmm. and then your emotional life. You know, you're going to find, you're going to find your, your, your greatest struggles there. So if you can talk to those areas on a mm-hmm. regular basis and feed, mm-hmm. then you're less likely going to be hurt. Right. So. But it's trickier in relationships when you're not communicating. I think that's <laughs> what a lot of people have that they run into. Okay. So what next? We have a Connection. List. Connection. Oh, you even have a nice list. Let's yeah. This is a, actually, this is some, some basic content from our, our live event. Nice. Yeah. So, um, they, they said, well, make sure you have some notes. I, I went to go get the, just the seven. I'm like I can talk on these seven all day. She's right. Like, just go ahead and get the sentences if you don't mind. I'm like, okay. <laughs> No problem. Again, I got great people. Um, keep, awesome. keep me from hitting my head on too many stuff because I, I would do it. Um, but lack of connection. Uh, everybody is afraid to be single, mm-hmm. but no one's afraid to settle. I might be the the, the anomaly on that right now. <laughs> well, for the moment, I guess. So I don't know. for our single listeners, folks that are in, in a, in a mm-hmm. period of singleness, mm-hmm. do single well. Mm-hmm. Learn about yourself. Spend mm-hmm. time working on the stuff that uh, is in you that needs to be exposed and brought to life. Right. Um, it may be a dream. It may be a poet, piece of poetry or whatever mm-hmm. that is. Um, spend, t- spend time getting to know you. Spend time with the affirmations. Right. Spend time with um, asking yourself, how can I grow from this? Mm-hmm. Not why this had to happen to me, but you know, what, how can I grow from this? Mm-hmm. Um, if you're married or if you're in a relationship status, then seek to connect deeply. Mm-hmm. Seek to connect deeply. Most of us, most relationships fail because they never seek to connect deeply, even mm-hmm. though both parties desire it most. I, th- I think everybody really desires it, mm-hmm. but there's either a fear or an inability. There's something that's, there's like some sort of block. I find that know? the, in, I find that the inability oftentimes is fear. It's the fear of letting go and be vulnerable. It's mm-hmm. the fear of surrendering to something because there's a chance you could get hurt. Mm-hmm. The thing is, is when you get hurt by something, you're offering a unique opportunity to offer grace and forgiveness to somebody else, mm-hmm. which is a feather in your cap. Mm-hmm. There's, you also get the opportunity to ask, who am I being um, that I wasn't proud of? Mm-hmm. Not who I need to be to make them happy, mm-hmm. but who am I being that's not authentic to myself, which is actually the last one, mm-hmm. is being authentic. Being able to operate in your strengths, your gifts, and your talents. Not trying to be what other people are trying to make you be. Mm-hmm. Uh, we mentioned earlier before about, about lawyers being painters and painters being lawyers you know what? If I was a lawyer and somebody forced me down that path, I would suck. I would be a bad lawyer. <laughs> kind of like I was not the greatest IT person. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if they, they say if you do what you love, you'll never work right. a day in your life. Now, here's, here's a challenge to that. I believe that you don't have to be in your professional purpose-driven calling. Mm-hmm. Meaning you don't have to, your job or your vocation does not have to be your greatest purpose feeder, mm-hmm. right? As long as you have an outlet for it. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, when you first started your podcast, you started because, hey, I want to help people. Right, right. Right. 
it, it's, it's turning more into more of a, more of a vocational kind of pursuit mm-hmm. as you go. Right. Because it's growing. Right. You can actually get fed in your replenishment in your hobbies. Absolutely. I mean, if this doesn't, hopefully it'll go somewhere someday, right. At mm-hmm. some point when the yeah. time is right. But every one of these conversations, I've said this before is like a gift. I, yeah. I enjoy them so much that I fill up and then mm-hmm. I get to share it. So Absolutely. Like, if that's as much as it becomes, it's still a, a valuable and worthy effort. You know? Absolutely. You know, before, long before I ever realized that I had a skill for helping people awaken possibilities from within, um, I learned that it was just important to help the persons across the table from me. Right. And somehow by doing that well and doing that with uh, real, real intent, with mm-hmm. real focus, uh, with real sincerity and care, mm-hmm. all of a sudden they wake up. Mm-hmm. And then I began to connect the dots myself and say, wow, that was a powerful moment for them. Right. Holy cow. Look up at the heavens and I'm like, look what you just did. <laughs> right. You know, see a quick glimmer of smile and I'm like, wow. And you can take what you learned there. I'm like, you know what? When I, in fact, most of the time when I'm working with people, almost always I find that their pains, hurts, and traumas are very similar. Mm-hmm. They're, they're really very similar. Mm-hmm. Um, the result of the trauma or the result of the hang up or the habit or something like that came from, may have gotten to a different place, mm-hmm. but it's rooted in a similar place. Right. I mean, there's literally maybe 12 or 15, 12 or 15 things that when you go take your shovel to it and you start digging it up mm-hmm. that you can very quickly identify where they're connected to. Oh, absolutely. It's abuse or it's mm-hmm. not being loved or neglect mm-hmm. or something like that. I've had people something. that uh, tell me, oh no, I had, a gr- I had a great upbringing. Right. And you you spend enough time with them long enough, and you find out their 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 parents were and incredibly controlling, mm-hmm. or not controlling enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. Well, I had in fact I had one young man tell me one time. He goes, you know, my I was he goes he goes my dad just kicked me out of the house. I'm living in the backyard in a tent. I'm like, what? Really? Huh? He's like, yeah. He's like, yeah. And it's awesome. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, what? He goes, it's awesome. I've been waiting for my dad to do that for 12 years, you know? I totally know that because when I was uh, a teenager driving, I was the only one with a car. Mm -hmm. I mean, I would like, I had a really nice car because my parents let me drive their nice car all the time. And it was a lot of responsibility Mm -hmm. because my friends and I were a little bit wild. um, (laughs) Free spirits. I know that. Yeah, we definitely were. And um, at one point my dad grounded me from the car. It was the only only time I was ever grounded from anything. And he grounded me from it for like three months. Mm. And it was the best time of my life oh, yeah. because all of that responsibility of getting all my friends home safe and having money for gas was gone. That's right. And he, he eventually is like, well, don't you want the car back? I'm like, I'm actually okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just keep walking to work and walking around. But yeah, sometimes that's, it's not, it, you know, you think you'd never want to be grounded from it. If, if I would have thought, oh my gosh, if I don't have the car, what will I do? Mm-hmm. But it actually was very freeing and yeah. and parents don't realize sometimes that's what we need. You know, I, I find that a, the, one of the greatest things you can do as a parent is, and this is going to be more theological or, mm-hmm. um, is to pick them up. Mm-hmm. Imagine being an infant walking up to a dad or a mother coming home after work mm-hmm. and they have a bottle on one hand and they have a raised hand on the other hand mm-hmm. and all they want to do is be picked up. Mm-hmm. That trans that transpires throughout life. Right. That sh- that shows a sense of security, a sense of intention, mm-hmm. um, affirmation of sorts. Just to you know, know we're there. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And sometimes picking your child up, or picking picking even picking up your marriage for that matter, and mm-hmm. lifting it up is is setting healthy boundaries and mm-hmm. holding somebody to a standard. Like, look, this is not something. This is something we agreed. This is not going to happen. Mm-hmm. You know. So yeah. 
It's that that's a whole nother show. Right? Oh yeah, we, we, we you and I could talk for hours. <laughs> I know, I know. So have we gotten through all seven? Yeah, well, I'll I'll, I'll run past them because we we have in various forms, right. um, long, but lack of purpose, road. lack of purpose, right? Authenticity, not being your truest self, not not pursuing your. That's let me let me stop there for a second. Okay. Not pursuing your truest self. Mm-hmm. It's through the pursuit that you find. You don't find anything without looking for it. Right. So be looking. So you don't just stand and go, I am this. Yeah. It's like you have to kind of go look for it. Yeah, because you may be, I am this, but you may also be that. So, okay. I want to ask you about this. This is kind of on authenticity. I can't say. (laughs) I've been talking too much. So um, for me, I think what I did was I uh, followed what the the American dream Mm -hmm. and I followed the path that was very normal for my family. And it was a really great path for many of my my siblings Mm -hmm. and my parents. But basically, well, my parents didn't go to college, but go to college, mm-hmm. you know, get a job, meet get a, in debt. get a mate, <laughs> uh, get, yeah, buy a, get married, buy a house, have kids. Yep. And all of that, those are all beautiful dreams, right? Yep. But the American dream, I think in some ways sets it up that it's the same dream for everyone. Mm-hmm. And I don't regret any of it. I'm not saying that, but I think somewhere in there, I forgot to ask who I was. Yep. And I think if I would have known that early on, I might have done some of those things differently. I'm mm-hmm. sure I would have gotten married and had kids. Those are really important things sure. to me. But maybe I would have taken a. I would have. Uh, I, I remember my my friend and I just talked about this. We went to school together for IT, and she's like, "Why didn't I?" She's a glass. She's actually a stained glass artist. In, oh wow. in Nashville now, and, and she's like, "Why didn't I go to school for art? Yeah. I loved art. I loved dance." Like me either. I would take our classes just to get some grades to balance out the other ones. But I went for IT because mm-hmm. it was a safe route because yeah. there was a good probability of making money at it. And for people out there who are listening like this, wherever you're at, it doesn't matter where you're at. If you're 16 in high school or if you're 60 and getting close to retiring, at any point in time, you can stop and go, what is right for me and change? Yeah. The, the, the founder of Kentucky Fried Chicken didn't start until his 60s. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. You Walt like Disney Colonel didn't Sanders? start until he was well and well in older years before See? before Disney ever came about. Yeah, you can do that at any point, but it's There's, really knowing yeah. what's in you. Yeah, you age know? is no respect to refining your purpose. Right, not even close. Mm. Yeah, I think you know. I think that's why we I work so hard now to help people recognize that early. Mm-hmm. Right. Let's figure out what your gifts are, so you can get, you can start earlier and mm-hmm. enjoy your life. Because when you're operating in your gift, when you're operating in your calling, your mm-hmm. strengths, when you're operating in that area. You are happy and joyful, right, right? Regardless of adversity, you can get smacked up the face with a big tax bill, and right. you'll still be happy because you're in your gift. You're like, right. I'll figure it out. Hey, were you? Did you know about that? <laughs> <laughs> well, even like I look at my mom, right? So she she was a housewife. She ra- she stayed home and raised all four of us kids. Mm-hmm. And but the thing about her was she cho- that's what she chose to do because she knew that's what filled her up. She yeah. was the most nurturing woman, and. She created such a beautiful environment mm-hmm. for us. I mean, we didn't have tons of money or anything, yeah. but she, like, she would move the furniture. She was creative, so she would move the furniture every few months and rearrange. And she made, like, she nurtured us through food. She made the most beautiful meals, and she loved doing it. Yeah, you know, so it doesn't have to be, you know, president of the United States. It can be wherever trip, you make the difference. Take a trip to a third world country, right? And watch as people that barely can eat or barely, mm-hmm. literally, will eat about every third day. Mm-hmm. will have smiles on their face and they'll be hugging their family members as they kick a fake soccer ball they made out of cans around. Right, exactly. I mean, it's not the things that make you happy. It's mm-hmm. who you become. Mm-hmm. So become something. Right, yeah. Someone. That's yeah. right. Well, that seems like a good place well, to We never wrap. did the list. We, we, did, we, oh. we, we, we just keep going off a tangent. Okay, finish the All list. All right, so <laughs> lack of purpose, lack of authenticity, 
lack of significance, lack of meaning, security, connection, and affirmation. Okay. What was affirmation? We didn't talk about that. Uh, we told, well, we, we didn't oh, say the word, but right. we did definitely talk about affirmation. The I am. <laughs> yeah, that's the right. I-ams. Okay. Um, okay. Affirm yourself. Um, don't seek to have everyone else affirm you. Hmm. Um, those that are very, um, so in the, we use a disc personality style. So your D's are looking for results. Your mm-hmm. I's, however, are looking for influence. Mm-hmm. Their greatest, their greatest fear mm-hmm. is not being liked or loved. Mm-hmm. Right. So they struggle with this more than anything else. They'll, they'll bend everybody else's will. Mm-hmm. They'll try to make themselves com- become something they're not mm-hmm. all because they're looking for someone to say, I like you. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, Don't tie your ability to right. be liked or loved to someone else's mm-hmm. choice. I tie your ability to be liked or loved based on your choice. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a, I don't know if that's typical just for women, the way we were raised in my era. Mm-hmm. But I think it's a common thing to need that affirmation. And men, uh, men have to, men have it too. I mean, okay. think about it. You're, you know, women a lot of times from the time they're growing up to the time they're women or become women, <laughs> um, they focus on becoming uh, princess. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's the it's the princess, and we're right. taught from day one to become the knight in shining armor. Right. You know, so we we spend all this That's time a lot of pressure. Exactly. <laughs> well, both of us. I know. Right. <laughs> they spend we spent men spend all this time on thinking we have to be the provider. Right. So it's ingrained in us early that we have to have the biggest house, the biggest cars, the mm-hmm. we, we want to be the 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 guy at homecoming queen. We want to that we want we want we want mm-hmm. all to feed that need that's actually a lie to begin with. Right. Mm-hmm. I find that great men mm-hmm. or great husbands or great partners a lot of times uh, will focus on the emotional needs of the person that they're with, mm-hmm. the financial needs which is provision, mm-hmm. the safety of those pre- the the safety of those people importance mm-hmm. yeah. and the physical then the physical stability mm-hmm. you know when you think about how a man should love a woman it's in actually all four areas mm-hmm. and when a, when a woman respects a man on that side it comes down to making sure that there's something there to be respected mm-hmm. so it really comes down to both both parties leaning in right you think about your first kiss you didn't right. you didn't kiss somebody stand up against a wall you had to lean in right same kind of concept I think those same four things you laid out for men, though, are probably pretty similar for women, right? Could be, yeah. I mean, it's a very similar, and it's about um, striving to f- to fulfill those parts of yourself mm-hmm. for your partner. That's right. And and then respecting that both ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, that's a whole other show too. We've got a couple more. <laughs> yeah, we can do five or six easy. <laughs> all right, that's all seven. So purpose, authenticity, meaning, significance, security, connection, and affirmation. Okay, so this is what's going to happen at Transform You. Uh, this is uh this is a, a, a part of a, just a teeny bit of transform right. you uh transform you i've been literally trying to figure out the words to talk about what's going to happen to transform you do you think it's something that will help couples as much as it will help individuals like if a couple is um having communication issues mm-hmm. is that a place to show up and absolutely work on that absolutely and okay. i'll tell you why is because when you when you work on you all, all things get better okay and if you right. can get your your spouse to be there with you then absolutely mm-hmm. be better absolutely okay. Yeah, because I... Uh, Communication to... is one of the subjects we cover. I know. It's a big one. Everywhere <laughs> you go, it's all around in your life. It's a huge one. So, um, and that's coming up. I, I'll try to get this show up right away because it's coming up soon, right? Yeah, April 26th through the 28th. April 26th through the 28th. Here in Raleigh, okay. uh, we've got a special okay. discount with hotel chain with a hotel chain, the Wingates, uh, nice. which is which has been great to work with. Okay. Um, we've got the venue locked down. Um, I'm gonna, we're going to bring in a couple of people to do some bands, some bands late in the nice. evening because I'll, I'll be honest with you, uh, day one is the most difficult day 
mm-hmm. um, because part of, like I told you before, is the you know, a very personalized plan mm-hmm. that you do in the afternoons and the evenings. Um, so when you when you leave Transform You, you know exactly what you should be doing. Right. Right. No, and it's not scary. It takes the fear out of it just because of that. But day one is where we where we really get to work together close in close quarters to figure out okay what's holding you back, mm-hmm. and some of that can. Some of that from time to time can be a little scary. Uh, we've had folks that have come through other events that we've done that have, have suffered abuse, mm-hmm. but when they leave, they're free. Mm-hmm. What person does not want to be finally free? Oh, absolutely. I mean, it sounds really exciting. In fact, I'm sort of like, hmm, get there? <laughs> so what is it that, what, like, what about the people who are, they're like, wow, this sounds really awesome, but oh, I don't know. That seems like, like that could be scary. Like, what would you say? To get them to like over the hump to take the step, to take the next clear step. You know, it's all going to come down to them taking a leap of faith and trust. Mm-hmm. I can promise you that no one else on the planet, no other group that you've met them, you've mm-hmm. seen them. There's not a single team member here, including myself, that doesn't love them more than they love themselves. Mm-hmm. We want to show them a kind of love and a, a kind of acceptance they've never experienced before mm-hmm. so we can truly help them magnify their greatest gifts. I think that, and they are, these people are amazing. I've met them all. They're like, I want to hang out here for like a while. <laughs> and I, uh, and so they can find all the info on your website, correct? Yeah. The easiest way to do it is actually go to transform you live.com. So okay. transform mm-hmm. the letter U okay. live.com. Nice. Uh, they'll, they'll notice that uh, normally an event like this is well into the thousands of dollars. In fact, the, the process we take people through at the end of the week is actually a, a several thousand dollars mm-hmm. um, when they do it with me one-on-one. But for this event, couple hundred bucks to get you in are you serious three-day event 300 bucks wow that's a really good value it's it's what it cost me for the tickets because we're not after the money we're after the we're after the impact Mm -hmm. and we want to we want to scale what we've been able to do with the people we've done it with Mm -hmm. there's a reason why we get to work with the uso um, Mm -hmm. of north carolina and there's a reason why we have uh, marriages that are saved there's a reason why we have lives that are saved mm-hmm. there's a reason why people understand their their greatest gifts and their greatest strengths we have a lot of companies mm. right mm-hmm. so if you think about it uh, you're you, you've, you're now in the entrepreneur area mm-hmm. getting started um, entrepreneurs do seminars and stuff all the time to make ourselves better right most of us don't invest in our teams mm-hmm. not really we have created an environment where entrepreneurs are sending their team members because they get a better team member Nice. They get someone who's more secure in their role. Mm-hmm. They get someone who's more passionate about their role. They get a greater return on their investment. And most of all, if they had to replace them, it cost them double. Right. So why not invest in them? Why not oh, get, totally. Why not show them you actually care? Totally. You know? Yeah. I so, mean, I, I feel pretty lucky. I work for a large company um, back home, but they do. They really invest in us, which is awesome. I think mm-hmm. that's been part of how I've been able to transform yeah. along the way through my career in that. Um, okay. So we know where to find you. We know what you're doing. What else do we need to know? Oh, will it be warmer here then? I wonder. Uh, in April, that. yes, it should be warmer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It is March, so it's. it's <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Don't Anything worry. You're, we're just as surprised as you are. Okay. Okay, good. <laughs> Anything else you wanted to mention before we close? You know, I just want to say thank you again for the opportunity to come on here and share. You and I always have to have such a good time when we do this. We do. Um, it's nice to actually have you in studio and hanging out with us yeah. and meeting the team and whatnot. All right. Well, thank you again so much for allowing me to come in and be part of this for the day. It was just amazing. Absolutely. My pleasure. All right. All right. Take care. As you can imagine, it was a pretty powerful experience sitting in chairs, uh, microphones in front of each of us having that conversation. He and his team are the real deal. They're, they are just so strongly committed to helping people find their way in life so that they're living a life that matters to them, that matters to the world, essentially. 
And what it reminded me of is how important it is for whatever we want to do, whatever lights us up, whatever we feel is our, our path, you know, even if it changes along the way, it's most important if it's rooted in giving to others, rooted in doing something for other people. And they really have that. So I would recommend if you have a chance to get out to the Transformation U uh, live event in Raleigh, take the chance. These are, he's a powerful man. He's got a great message. And there's nothing like having this blueprint and this, this plan for how to do the things that you want to do and make a difference. And I think he's ready to share that with you. So I want to thank Stephen and his team again for having me into their little hub of the world where they're doing some amazing things. And I look forward to meeting up with them again one day. Next up, I'm going to be talking with an amazing couple that I ran into on Instagram uh, by the names of Conan and Callie. They're from Argentina and they're in the United States having a road trip. And wait till you hear their story. Until next time, thanks for listening.